Hello, and welcome to the Ticking Along Podcast, where we talk about Tourette's and our other life experiences. If you'd like to be on the show or have any comments, you can contact me at tickingalong at gmail.com. That's T-I-C-I-N-G-L-O-N-G at gmail.com. Now let's get into the show. Thanks again for inviting me on the podcast. Yeah, it's actually been a difficult week. Um, uh, yeah, you know, we're settling into the whole uh, lockdown extension and that, and we've heard that our businesses still can't open. So you can't worry about that. You know, you can't sit. You can either go up or go down, and we choose to go up. So, yeah, we just we come into terms with that. But, um, yeah, from a Tourette's point of view, I had a terrible tick attack uh walking into the kitchen a few days ago and uh, I like elbowed, you know, in the movies when you see somebody elbowing somebody in a fight, I elbowed the cupboard, but I got a full, yeah, I got the full force of my arm. So I didn't just get my elbow or anything. And I got the full force of my arm and it sent like a shockwave up into my neck and in my head. And at the time, it didn't feel that bad. It gave me a fright and it upset my wife and that. But, um, you know, then about two days later, which was Thursday, I started having these incredible pains and, you know, just couldn't sleep since Thursday. So I've realized I've got like a pinched nerve running from my neck down in my shoulders. And, uh, yeah, it's been so painful. I haven't even been making clips, you know. I just can't sit in front of the camera and, you know, pretend that everything is all right because you've just got this constant pain. So that's been a bit rough. And, you know, when things like that happen, then I realize how difficult Tourette's actually is. And then I start, you know, getting upset at all the people that don't understand Tourette's. And then I get upset at the people that don't want to sponsor my work. And then I get upset at the shopkeepers that laugh at me. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah, but otherwise it's, yeah, just been another week. Still lots of problems in the country. People don't want to be in lockdown, but it's been forced on us. So, yeah, but we've got our help. My wife's happy. I'm happy. So, it's a good week. How was your week? Uh, well, it was um, definitely a uh, a more brutal week than than I, than I you know than it had been. Um, so I, I've got I've got so much work now that I I can't. There, there's no way for me to keep up. Um, not that I've uh, not that I've set any deadlines that that I can't really get to, but. Um, just it's it's gotten so far back, and I I want to be able to get to people as quick as possible, and 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 all that, and you know it's just I've got as of yesterday a a three month uh, wait for if anybody else comes on, it's going to be you know three months, three and a half months uh, before I can get to them, um, which yeah it, it's it's a good problem to have, but I don't I don't want to. I don't like that, that that people have to wait so long to, you know, for me to be able to get to them. Um, but uh, and then uh, my Tourette's has has had a huge uptick in uh, in severity uh, this week. I was I was driving to my dad's Thursday, um, and I was I was I was driving my wife's car, um, and uh, as I was coming through Hendersonville, I started to. Um, my my breathing started to really increase, and I started to kind of hyperventilate because of a breathing tick. Uh, and and I just had to really focus on 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 slowing my breathing. Um, and it it, it really concerns me that um, my my ticks have tend to increase when I'm driving because. I can't, I can't really do my work without driving. Um, and, and I, and also you, you lose so much freedom, especially in the U S when, when you, when you're not able to drive, um, at least in, in the areas of the U S that I live in, um, there, there's not any public transport and then, um, getting anywhere, you know, that you'd want to go, you 
it's you know it's a 20 minute drive you can't walk that far um so i i've I've, i don't think that that i'll have to stop driving um but it, it may come to come to that point um and then um just the i don't know the the severity of of my takes just seems to have to have gone uh, way up, uh, not to the point to where I would call it severe. Um, I, I'd still say that that it's that it's moderate, um, but um, the the way that mine work is they, they come in waves. So uh, you know I'll go through and uh, not be ticking, you know, for you know maybe hours, uh, but then when I get in the car or, or, or whenever I get to the point to where my ticks think that they can, uh, you know, act on themselves or whatever, uh, I'll, I'll go through some sort of, uh, tick attack. Um, and, and, you know, uh, it, when I'm, when I'm home, uh, I've got neighbors, so I don't want to, I don't want to be loud and ticking, uh, cause I don't want to annoy them. And then, uh, when I'm out working, I don't want to be taking, uh, in front of people. And, and so the, the, the only times that I feel kind of comfortable letting them out is when I'm alone in my car and then motor ticks, I can, I can let out, you know, when I'm home. Uh, but I still kind of don't feel comfortable doing it, you know? Uh, not that, you know, knowledge wise, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Um, yeah, I know that there's no, I don't there's, there's something blocking me, not, not in the sense that I feel like I shouldn't be ticking. Well, not that in the sense that I think I shouldn't be ticking, but in the sense that I feel like I shouldn't. And then it took me, it took me until yesterday. Uh, so it took me all week to get the, uh, podcast uh edited down um so so that was and and i get i i don't know i i'm busy with work and then i get distracted uh other times when i'm home and it's it's hard to to sit at it's hard to sit at a screen and just look at this and, and the way that the podcast is edited it's just got a waveform um across across the screen and it's just a big uh, just a big wall of a, of a line going up and down across the screen and so it, it's daunting to go through and just edit down and listen it back and usually when I'm working I've got something uh in the background that I can listen to and and, and kind of focus on uh or kind of have you know half of my brain focusing on so I'm not uh taking as much and, and stuff like that but when you're editing down audio you can't do that. You can't be doing anything else. You're only able to focus on that. You need your arms to be focusing on that to, to, to move the mouse and, and, and the sliders and everything. And then, uh, and then you need your ears to, to, to listen back to it. So you can't have anything uh, other than that as your complete focus. And yeah, I, it's kind of hard to, to, to do that. Um, at least uh, for what I've, taught my brain to do uh um so it's 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 do you enjoy doing the podcast do you enjoy Um, doing like editing and that i'm trying to i'm trying to answer all your questions now and one like you you have that job and it seems like it's demanding now which is good from a financial point of view you guys want to buy a house and all of that but is there any way that you could maybe have a career change in time like because you seem very good with your technology your 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 techno stuff like you know your channel your podcast is there any way that you could maybe make this part of your life um well i can i mean i kind of liked you know the the job that i've got i mean it's kind of got i need i need something you know physically to do i don't I mean, I could I could sit in front of a computer all day and do all that, but I I, I don't think that I could do um, the YouTube uh, stuff at, uh, enough to where 
uh, I would have a big enough channel because uh, the the editing side of videos, I'm I'm just not really that interested in, or I don't I don't know it enough, and I'm not um, good enough at it. And yeah, you know, they you, you could say that, but I mean you can always get better at, at things. You just a little bit of, you know, training and, and research and stuff. But, you know, I've, I, I like what I do do for a job. It kind of has enough of physical work in it. Uh, and then I'm out, you know, at marinas and stuff. So I get some fresh air. And so, so I like, I like the, the job I've got. Um, it, it's so, you know, and I, and I don't think that I want to do, YouTube and podcasting as a job because it then becomes a job and it's something that you have to do. Whereas now it's something that I do uh, because I want to do it and and when I want to do it and stuff like that. So do you think you're going to get somebody to work with you or you're going to have to commission some of your work out? How are you going to get rid of the load? Uh, Well, just... uh... (laughs) Um, probably just slowly at a time. I don't know anyone that could really do the, the, the work that I do. Um, it, it, it takes a lot of time to get used to, um, the industrial sewing machine that I've got. Um, just because it goes, the, it, it, the, the, the foot pedal is so sensitive, um, that, um, yeah, it's kind of like learning how to drive. Uh, when you first start driving, getting used to uh, maintaining speed and, and 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 you know knowing what's around your surroundings and all that. Um, so it, it's similar in that. Uh, and then um, you know, and then and then knowing how to pattern things out and, and everything else. So my <laughs> the way that I've got my 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 setup is pretty much if you're doing the work you have to do everything so you have to be the one to go out and talk to the person to see what they want or um for the most part you have to there's some things that you can see it's just you know standard cover um but there's a lot of times where you have to you know know exactly what the customer wants um you've got to be the one who saw it on the boat and then you have to be the one to put it back on the boat and you have to be the one to pattern it so you know what all the marks mean and what you you know what you're marking it for, uh, and then you have to be the one to sew it up because uh, if you're if you're not the one sewing it up, then some of the marks can get confused as other marks and you know, everything else. Uh, so it's kind of something that you have to do from the beginning of the job to the end. Um, whereas. Um, if I if I could standardize the marks a little more and um, make it uh, easier to to recognize uh, where everything was going, um, I could have somebody just doing the sewing machine and somebody just doing the patterning. Uh, but then I don't know if the work would carry through the entire time, uh, and then I don't you know, I don't want to have the pressure of not only needing to do enough work to provide for my family, but also have to yeah. support an employee or something else. Um, so that's, that's my problem with that. Um, I mean, I've been told that I needed to hire on people. I've been told that I need to uh, branch out and, and get people uh, kind of, uh, you know, it's so a branch out to, to other areas and, and uh, set up another shop there and have an employee there. And then, but I, I don't know. That's, it's, no, it's a lot of pressure understand. to do that. Where do you keep your sewing machine? Does that travel with you wherever you go? Um, so we've got uh, right now um, my shop is in my, uh, my mom's garage um, and it's a two car garage. We've got a table that's like, a 20 feet by 17 foot table um, and or 19 feet by 20 or 19 foot by 17 foot table. And um, so I've got the sewing machine in, in, in the uh, garage there. Uh, And then uh, we, we've got a old uh, U-Haul box truck 
um, that we've converted into being a mobile shop. And it's got a small uh, table in the back there with a, uh, with a smaller uh, sewing machine that we can use for repairs. Uh, but currently the uh, truck isn't uh, operating. It's, it's got something wrong with the uh, fuel pump probably. Um, and I replaced the fuel pump and drove. Uh, <laughs> it was a very uh, uh, kind of stressing dr- uh, drive because the fuel pump went out and I got stranded um, in, uh, I got stranded in Hendersonville twice with the truck. And uh, uh, the first time, you know, I, I, you know, I drove it down there, stopped at a, at a bank and tried to start up the engine and it wouldn't start. Uh, and so after we replaced the battery thinking it was our battery, it starts up. Uh, and then after that, um, we, I drive it and I get to go to a different bank a couple weeks later and it doesn't start up again. And so I check the battery, the battery's charged, it's no problem. Uh, and I just try starting it up. It doesn't, doesn't start. Um, so come to find out the, uh, fuel pump was bad. And so um, I didn't realize this until actually the third time I got stuck in it. Um, so after that, I waited like an hour and a half and it finally started the, that time. And then uh, I took it to go get gas in it um, and test out. And, and, and so I went to fill it up and I got stuck at the gas station uh, two miles from my house. And that time we couldn't get the truck to start. So I had to, uh, I got stuck there for like two hours waiting for the mechanic to show up Um and then, uh, so we had to have that, the truck towed back to the house. And so come to find out it's the fuel pump. I replaced the fuel pump. I kind of hodgepodge it together by, I had to drill new holes in the tank and then get a new screw set up. Uh, and then I put caulking around it to seal it. Um, but so it's a little, it's not, you know, done as properly as it could have been. Uh, and I pinched the wiring when I put it back up. So I don't know if that may have, uh, broken some wirings in it. Um, but then after that, I had to take a frame down to, uh, was it, uh, Cookville, I think. Yeah. Uh, and so that was a two hour drive. Uh, in a truck that I wasn't sure if it would start again. And so I, I drive down there, I put the frame on, I start the truck back up, get it home and no problems. Uh, the next, uh, you know, a couple days later I go to start up the, the, the truck won't start. So, and it's been sitting there since then. So it's been sitting there for a couple months. Uh, so I've got to, I've got to get the mechanic to, to take a look at it and see what we can do there. Um, but yeah, so we don't, we don't have a mobile shop now and I'm thinking it may be better just to get a, uh, pull behind trailer, uh, and, and then put a shop in there, uh, a portable shop in there. Um, that way you don't have to worry about maintaining an, an additional engine. Uh, you just have your, your own, car engine and and then whenever you want to take the mobile shop you just hook up to the trailer um which it's a little harder to drive a trailer than it would be just to drive a truck but it as far as ease of use and not having to deal with an additional engine and and all that it it may be a better idea um so that i i don't know uh, and then right now I'm looking for, uh, well, right now I'm kind of just waiting, uh, cause, uh, I, I tried getting a mortgage, but because I don't have a credit, um, they don't, they didn't want to, uh, give me a, a loan for, for a home, uh, until I've got to, I've got to refile my taxes and, or I've got to wait until I file my taxes again for, for this year. Um, so I've got to wait till like next February. Uh, for my for to show that my income has increased uh, for them to be able to qualify me for a mortgage uh, and then once we get there then I then I've got to find a house that's got a uh, two gar two car garage or something equivalent of that uh, to where I can put my shop there um, and then I'll have my shop in my own house 
but until then, uh, I've I've got the the setup at my mom's in my mom's garage. So realistically, when do you uh, think you'll move so, into your own yeah. house with you and your wife? Um, uh, I'm I'm seeing next uh, summer. Uh, so probably uh, we got file taxes February. Uh, then you gotta uh get approved for pre-approved for a mortgage. So uh, February, March, late March probably. Uh, then I'm looking for a house in April, May. Uh, so then I can probably close on it sometime in June or July. So a year or so. Um, but by then I'll have, I'll have a lot saved up. I mean, I'm making probably 2000. I'm, I'm, I've brought in on average $2,000 a month. Um, and then my wife has brought in, um, you know, her income, which is gone to paying bills. And now with the extra stimulus money and unemployment that we're getting, uh, we're putting in, we're putting away a, a lot of money, uh, each month for, for, you know, towards the house. Um, so my, my, my goal right now is to, uh, is to put, uh, um, get 30,000, uh, saved up for, for a down payment on the house, which on the upper pricing of a house that I wanted to buy, uh, which was 150,000, uh, uh, that would be 20% down. And then on top of that, currently I've got a 6,000, uh, uh, emergency fund. I want to get that up to 10,000. So having, uh, 40,000 total in my savings before that I put the down payment down. Uh, and then after that, uh, once I get those two things, uh, then if I still, if we're still waiting around, uh, to get a mortgage, uh, I'm going to put, um, you know, the rest of my money towards a, a furniture fund for the house. So, so getting, uh, I'll probably have to get a refer refrigerator, possibly a stove. Um, and then, you know, some other furnitures, uh, uh, you know, for around the house and stuff. Um, and then, you know, additional moving costs, um, and all that. So, I mean, money wise, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'll have a problem money wise. The, the only thing is the, the, the system is so set up on, uh, credit cards that without using credit cards, they don't want to give you a loan, which to me doesn't, doesn't make any sense because, I don't have any debt. I don't even have a, a car payment. I've got, I've, I've got, I've been putting away $2,000 every month or more. And I've got all this, I'm like, I've got all this extra money. And if I move out of here, I'm not paying the, I'm, I wouldn't be paying, uh, this, um, you know, the rent payment here. So I've, I'm making enough money, uh, to, to pay it. And I pay all my bills before they're even due. So logically, if I, you know, if I could actually sit down and talk to somebody who could, um, you know, actually has control over things and can think through things, uh, I, you know, I've got enough money to where I can do it, but someone else making my money who isn't smart with money, who, who goes through, which is, you know, the average person who goes through and has a car payment who goes through and spends um, a lot on, uh, you know, going out to eat or, 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 you know, going to movies or something else, they wouldn't have this extra money. And so, you know, and, you know, and someone my age uh, has the tendencies to not be as, um, uh, you know, the, you know, has the tendencies to not think through things as much. So they're yeah. a bit more, um, you know, in the moment, uh, so tend to spend more money. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with that and I, and I don't, I don't want to get a credit card. Cause I, I mean, to, to do that, I could get a credit card and then, you know, just, you know, buy my groceries using a credit card and then pay it back immediately and all that. No, but, but I don't think that I should have to do that. I, and, I, I commend you for the way you're thinking, but I, I do sit here with a big smile on my face because my wife and I have been through that. 
as well. We both were people that didn't like any debt, and we were both people that, you know, bought everything cash. But honestly, to get help from the bank, you know, you have to have um, you have to have credit. You know, the, because the banks are there to make money. The banks aren't there to help you. The banks, the more you owe other people, the more the banks are going to loan you money. Like oh, even yeah. now my wife, we took a personal loan when we got married. And then we've had a credit card that like, because I don't have a medical aid, I think mm -hmm. the credit card was there for like in a medical emergency for me or whatever. And now we can owe the bank masses of money and they will still send us messages, do you want more money? And people who owe, people who owe the bank millions. There are, yeah. there are South African farmers that owe the bank twice a year millions and millions of rand. And uh, they can get credit quite easily. But yeah. I, I, I wanted a credit card about, oh, what about? 10 years ago, no, less, about six years ago, I wanted a credit card because it just made sense to me to not carry cash on me and all of that. And I went to the bank also with your attitude and I said, listen, I don't owe the bank anything. You can see there's a couple of thousand rand in my bank. I have no debt. And they said, no, it's not going to work. But if you go open a clothing account and say spend a thousand rand on the clothing account, and I did that, and I went back to the bank that same day and I got a credit card. And it didn't make sense to me because I got myself into debt to get yeah. more money. Yeah, well and well and, and they, they make they make more money off of people who have more debt. The more debt that you have, the more money they're gonna make. Um but you know, and, and there are there are um there there's a mortgage place that's got um I think their headquarters is in Nashville, um, and it's uh, um, oh, Churchill Mortgage, uh, and and they're they're one that they they tend to work with people who don't have a credit score, um, but in order to do that, uh, they they do it based off of your monthly income uh, over the past two years, and um, and then they they do it by you have to have two lines of alternate credit, which are uh, two. Uh, two bills that you've paid uh, sh showing that you've paid, uh, you know, two bills for the past year. Um, so, you know, I've, I, I can, I can use, you know, I, I've got, I've got that. The only, the only problem that I've, that I've come up against is my income. So uh, in 2018, I only made $9,000 in 2019. I made $18,000. So, when you divide that by when you divide that by by 24 months, uh, it doesn't give you enough. Uh, and then in talking to them, they were saying that if I made, you know, because I, I told them, you know, I'm 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 projecting to make about you know twenty twenty four thousand dollars this year, and they were saying that once I got that, um, that that they shouldn't have any problems qualifying me. Um, so. You know, if I'm making, you know, twenty 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 four thousand dollars a year, um, that that would be enough to qualify me. Um, the other problem was we couldn't use my my wife's credit because she hadn't been working for two years. So until you're working for two years, they can't they can't qualify can't qualify you. Um, and she recently, uh, because of coronavirus stuff, got laid off from her job, and I and she's she's looking at changing her job to working at a different store. Um, and I'm not sure if that will affect it, if you have to be in the same job for the, for two years or not. Um, but it didn't, some, some people, the way they were talking, it sounded like you did. And then other people, it sounded like you didn't. Um, so I'll have to look at that when I get there. Um, but once I file taxes again and, and show that my income is, is at the right level, if I still have problems, um, I think that I could get my mom to, to co-sign, uh, on it for me. And then, um, and then I'd be able to you know, get the loan. And then once, um, you know, after, after a, 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 a couple years, I could then refinance and take her off of the, uh, 
off of it so that she's not liable for it. Um, but that wouldn't really be ideal because I mean I I don't want her to be responsible for, do for my payment if I don't pay. Get a credit card, and uh, you know, tell your wife and you yourself that. It's either for your weekly groceries or not even a credit card. Why don't you go open, you know, go to, I don't know yeah. what kind of clothing stores you have there, but we've got like Woolworths and Markham's. Yeah. So go get an account for her and an account for yourself yeah. and buy, go out and buy $500 worth of clothing on your credit and then give that credit card back $20 until next year and i guarantee you it's going to give you a, a real a good credit score yeah well and and another thing that um that someone recommended was me being put on somebody else's credit who already has good credit um so like if i was uh, added as an authorized user um which i mean i think i that uh, my dad might be able to do for me. My dad's got great credit. He's got a credit score of uh, seven, almost 800. Um, uh, so he's got a, a really uh, good uh, credit score. Um, he, he only uses a, a credit card uh, mainly for, for, for gas. So anytime he fills up for gas, he just puts it on a credit card uh, and then pays it, pays it back at the end of the month. Um so he's got a really good credit score and I might be able to be put on as an authorized user. Um, and then, you know, and it wouldn't have to, you know, I wouldn't have to have a card or anything. I just, you know, be, be put on as an authorized user. And then that would then activate my credit line. Uh, and, and then some, some cards would, would, would show a credit as early as, you know, a month. Sometimes it takes, you know, a couple, three, three months to actually, you know, be at the right level of Does credit. Your dad still work? Um, but your that was another option. Father? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a, a, a probation parole uh, officer. Well, he, he they took off the uh, oh, wow, the officer title, so he's a he, he does pro probation and parole. Um, but uh, yeah, and I was um, I was looking on the uh, Tourette's uh, Reddit, um. And there was someone uh, kind of uh, talking about or asking about kind of the, the feeling of, uh, um, of Tourette's and saying, you know, is it, is it like a, a, a voice in your head saying that you need to do this? Uh, and, you know, other people like, you know, the, the kind of top comment that I saw on there was, you know, do, do you have Tourette's? And, and the person was like, no, I, I, I'm just kind of wondering. And from what I understood, the guy had like OCD. Um, which is a very, you know, close, uh, um, you know, disorder or, or very connected uh, disorder with Tourette's. Um, but, um, you know, the way, the way that people were, were describing it is it's more of a pressure rather than uh, a thought. Y'all that read it, you know, I also, I'm posting some of my videos there every now and again, but I don't think they get many views from Reddit. I don't know. Uh, what the problem is, but I've also seen questions like that. And a lot of conservative people like here in the Afrikaans community where we are, a lot of people have approached me and said, um, uh, isn't Tourette's like a curse, you know, isn't it like because of all the, because of the, the, the vocal is nine times out of 10, something, you know, offensive. Like, I have the ability to say disgusting things to my wife, and I don't think she's ever said a swear word in her whole life. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people think, oh, are you possessed by a devil? Mm -hmm. Or is it, you know, is it the bad part of you trying to come out? I just get irritated because people are so ignorant. And, you know, I always tell people when they ask me a question, I say, do you really want to know the answer or are you just, like, trying to make conversation? Because if you really want to know the answer – I'm going to give you a few places to go Google or a few books to read. And, you know, it'll take you 10, 15 minutes and you're going to come up with a real answer. And it's not going to be the devil telling me to say the F word or something like that. So it's a lot of ignorance and a lot of people just, you know, too lazy to go do a bit of research. Yeah, well, um, 
and it is it, it is kind of a, a hard thing to to understand because it's you know you've got these you there there are um you know disorders or or there are um oh what do they call them uh, there are there there are behavioral uh disorders where you know it's a a lack of um behavioral control um which you know a lot of people uh, kind of will, will will kind of have an idea that Tourette's is somewhat of a behavioral uh, disorder, uh, but it's it, it's not. It's it's a uh, neurological impulse uh, um, you know problem. So it's not that we have a lack of impulse control, but a uh, but it's a a pressure. And a you know the neurons firing incorrectly or uh, in a way that they shouldn't. Um, so it's not so much of you know I need to do this as much as it's my body is doing this and there's no, there's nothing I can do about that. I mean, you're if you know. it's kind of hard to get analogies for it because it's, it's something that doesn't really, it's just so non intuitive that you wouldn't have, you know, control over your movements. And it's not really something that, that normal people would, would experience. Um, Other than like, you know, other than like, you know, the, the, how they describe sneezing, but it's not the same as sneezing. Um, and they, they always, people always say that analogies break down at some point. You, you can only get so far with an analogy. Um, and so with, with the sneezing analogy, I don't usually like using that one because it doesn't make, it doesn't quite seem right, you know, right enough to me, but it does get at parts of Tourette's. So with sneezing, uh, you, you do get this, this feeling that you're going to need to sneeze before, like you do with ticks. Um, but then, um, you know, and, and it'll build and build until you sneeze, but there, then there are things that you can do to, to kind of not sneeze. Oh, this is a question that I'm getting uh, asked all the time. And, you know, I have a lot of people contacting me through YouTube so much so that this, this friend of mine in Ireland that did my website, he's, he's busy trying to set something up that I can start, you know, um, People can get hold of me through my website or something, and I can actually start charging, like to do a course on that and like to enlighten people. Because people ask me, and I'm not talking, you know, you and I are friends. I'm talking about people that don't have much mm. contact with me. You and I talk like almost every day, or like send a message, and then we're friends, you know. And people will say, like, you know, I can't understand this tick in my child and. You know, is it like a sneeze? And the sneezing one, I also use if somebody just wants a quick answer because you can't hold back a sneeze or a cough. But actually what a tick feels like and why it happens, I actually don't have yeah. that answer. Because I, you know, now with this this injury in my back and my neck and that, um, I'm, 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 I'm managing to keep my ticks into, into a degree, but I know for a fact that when I've got full movement and I'm healed, I know for a fact I'm in for a terrible few days because there's this pressure building up in my head where I actually want to go into the bathroom and force myself to have a whole lot of vocal ticks because my body, my body is actually experiencing mm-hmm. a whole lot of chemical unhappiness because these ticks need to come out, but they're not because every time I tick, my my my, <clears throat> my back and my neck hurts. So it's, a, it's an incredibly difficult thing to explain, but it's the most real thing I've ever had to deal with, if that makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> Man, the, the you know, regular, normal... Yeah, you know, low end ticks. Uh, I can, I can, I can deal with that. And it, what what always gets to me is is mainly the the, the pressure and the tenseness uh, that builds 
um, just throughout throughout the day and, and stuff when when you're not you know ticking, and it's it's not that I that I it's not that I don't want to tick, but it's like my body doesn't want me to tick, but yet I still have that urge, and until I until I get to a point where I'm you know kind of alone, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't want to let me express it. Um, so, uh, I, that, that just unease feeling, uh, you know, can get to you. It's, I, I would compare it similar to, uh, someone with like anxiety. Um, and, and, you know, you, you just have this, you know, tenseness, uh, and it's, you know, just, and I, I'm glad that, that now it, it, I at least know, uh, that it's that it's because of the 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 ticks and stuff like that, whereas you know for you know years I, I had this feeling and I just didn't know why, um, and and that that really bothers me uh, or really bothered me at the time, uh, but the 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 ticks aren't aren't as bad as the as the other things that that come along with it, at least in my experience. Um, beyond no, possibly other than driving and that also is what um you know it's uh, i'm scared what yeah. i was i'm gonna scared i'm gonna forget what i wanted to say so i'm gonna say this first is that you know there is such a need for tourette's awareness it is unbelievable and I, i'm not a spiritual person but um you know i don't know if you maybe feel there's a reason why we've got in contact with each other but um, a lot is happening in my life and it's all leading towards like, you know, that there's got to be awareness about Tourette's because it is such a difficult syndrome to live with. And uh, there was a question asked on Reddit the other day, um, is Tourette's, uh, was it Reddit or was it uh, the Facebook group? I don't know. Somebody asked the question, is Tourette's a disability? And I took a minute and I thought, now, can we call it a disability? And then I thought, yeah, I definitely see it. Okay, disability, people who are disabled don't like to be called disabled because, you know, it's mind over matter many times in life. But um, for me, it's a complete disability because I think this time last year, I actually wanted to say to my wife this morning, this time last year, I was earning so much money and I was actually doing so well, you know, I was running almost two businesses. I had my photography that wasn't doing too well, but then I had the massage business. I was in peak fitness. I was walking. I was running. And now, a year later, I'm not able to do any of those things. So that is a disability. It takes away the ability to do something. And that is where the awareness needs to come in because people actually have no idea how bad Tourette's is. My ticks, I can live with my ticks. I'm so blessed to have such a phenomenal wife and I'm blessed to have in-laws like I do that, you know, it's embarrassing being around me. You know, it's, it, I, I feel embarrassed for myself, but I can live with the ticks. But what I can't live with is when I go you know, into a shop or I go see somebody, you know, like the people that do my photography, it's a shop called m and I'm trying to get a really professional relationship with them because, you know, they, I give them money and they, entitled, they, they help me make money. But living by but talking to them and having this fear that I'm going to call because it's a strange yeah. looking lady. She's, you know, rather big and she's got this red hair She's the most beautiful person and she deals with me so nicely on a, on a personal relationship, on a business relationship. But every time I go in there, I want to call her a fathead ginger, you know, and that is not who I am. But I have this fear that every time I go in there, I think, Flip, is this yeah. going to be the day where I call her name? And my wife as well. My wife is a smally, a small woman. She's tiny. I think she weighs like 50 kilograms or something. And I want to say the most atrocious things to her. 
you know, we'll get in bed and I think, oh, we can be romantic, but then I'm so scared I'm going to say something like, you know, like bad people say. And living with that, the fear of saying something bad or like swearing in front of my in-laws who are very spiritual. And people don't understand what it's like living with that fear. You know, when are mm. we going to stand in front of somebody who's six foot eight and call them, uh, if it's a black person, call them the K word or the N word, you know, that is underlying fear that people with Tourette's live with on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine, uh, it, it, it would be a bit more, uh, um, uh, bring a bit more concern uh, when when you're living in, um, you know, a bigger city uh, and stuff like that, where you're not, where you where you don't have as much um, kind of uh, separation between people. You know, where 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 I live, I you know, I've I, for the most part, I I can you know go go around. And I'm you know just can stay to myself. Um, other than, I mean, I do live in an, in, in a, uh, um, uh, an apartment complex, but I mean, I just have neighbors on one side of me. Um, I don't have anyone above me or, or below me or, or anything like that. So I've got, you know, just on, 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 on one side of, uh, you know, having connecting wall. So there, there is, there's that, but like, if I was living in an area such as like New York or, or, some, or, or, you know, something like that, where it's more of the time where you're either where you're like walking to places and, and, or, you know, taking public trans uh, transportation and stuff like that. Um, I, I can't imagine uh, the, the amount of, uh, of stress that that would, uh, you know, add to me, uh, you know, going through and, 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 you know, taking, cause at that point you can't just, tick when you're alone because you're mm. really never alone because of the just the way that the world's set up over there uh so it, and, and and you know there's there's been people that you know have, have told stories of you know people calling them out or or or, or saying these things and, and people a lot of people don't know about threads so so bringing up a uh, bringing more awareness to it uh is definitely a good thing that way we can you know when people see uh people ticking they can they can understand that that they don't either they that they don't mean what they say or that they don't have uh, control over what they're doing. You know what I wanted to say is um, the the awareness, and that is something I want to talk to you about. And I that's why I said I want to talk about it on the podcast, like regarding to donations and people supporting my work. But I don't just want it to be me. I want it to be something that I'd love you to get involved with as well. You know, these Tourette associations and everything, and please, I'm not bad-mouthing them, but I don't see enough informative work going into it, and especially in this country. Like, I honestly, if I can get $1,000 a month, like equivalent to 18,000 18, rand a month, you know, in, in rands, the freedom it's going to give me to go help schools and everything and to help people educate people, not only about Tourette's, but about disabilities. And it's something that I'm becoming almost desperate about because it needs help. And the other day I subscribed to um, the American Tourette's association. I don't know if you part of them on YouTube. Have you subscribed? Yeah, yeah, I've got. I, I'm, I'm subscribed to them on YouTube. I, I saw that they had posted, um, yeah, something on uh, uh, Tourette. But just before and, that, uh, the lady college, came on and she made an uh, announcement uh, and she yeah, said, I think something like eighty or eighty or ninety percent of people are living with Tourette's and they don't know they've got it. And um, the more I'm observing, like going out in my day to day life, trying to start this flipping organization. I'm becoming more and more aware of young children that are having Tourette's, if not Tourette's, like having a tick disorder. And and like that movie, Front of the Class or whatever, that boy who's got Tourette's, yeah. he became a teacher, you know. Um, and my wife, I see it with my wife when people come yeah. in here as students. I see that they've got these like 
inclinations that are now OCD, you know, a little bit obsessive compulsive. But if they knew about Tourette's, they could start working on it and start becoming educated about it. You know what I mean? And that is what is so needed. And people are just clueless in mm-hmm. this in this country. You know, a month ago, I was being told by a doctor, I sat in line for six hours to see a doctor. And, you know, you can imagine me trying to sit still for six hours. No joke. And eventually I got to her. And I said, no, I'm here to book. Uh, I need um, I need certification to be uh, for my Tourette's, and I want to know if there isn't sort of like slight medication that can just help the the ticks. And she dropped her pen, and she was a fully qualified doctor. And she said to me, "But what is Tourette's?" And I honestly thought she was joking. So I like giggled a little bit and I looked around at the doctors that were with her because it was a government hospital. Not one of them knew off the top of their head what Tourette's was. Eventually, when I said to them, Tourette's syndrome, you know, like when people, and then I started having a lot of vocal because I started getting upset. Oh, is that Tourette's? And I thought, if these are medical doctors, that have just studied for eight years, that do not understand what Tourette's is. How much, you know, how less not, what, what is it, well, what is the English word? Um, sorry, I'm just trying to, yeah, lack of knowledge. You know, the, the lack of knowledge that people lack in, knowledge. in uh, schools must have. And I really got panicky and I thought, I battle with Tourette's as a 42-year-old man who's been to prison, I've been in gangs, I've had a rough life, I can handle myself, but Tourette's intimidates me. What about the cute little girl who's 15 years old, starting to be attractive, wants to go on dates, and she's got this terrible condition that she knows nothing about? That's where I want people like you and I to come in and take over the world. No, not take over the world, but you know what I mean? Like, really, I've got a lot of passion for this disorder yeah yeah and i I definitely think that there needs to be more awareness for it and you know the uh Tourette's association of america and all that they they do well for um you know explaining uh you know what accommodations you can get and um kind of uh what um you know, what the law allows and, and all that. But, you know, I, I don't see a lot of kind of the uh, everyday kind of situational kind of stuff that you can, that, that you know, kind of I think that uh, I would find more, um, you know, interesting and, and more beneficial. Uh, you know, so what they do is important, um, but... There, there's a podcast uh, done by um, Ben. Uh, I can't remember his last name, uh, but the, his name is Ben, and he does uh, the Tourette's podcast. Um, and he 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 goes on, and he's he's with, he he's got um, the Tourette's Association of America kind of help sponsor him, uh, and uh, and he does interviews with people with Tourette's. Um, and I don't know how often he posts, he posts, but you know, every, every uh, week or so um, the, there'll be, there'll be a new interview. Uh, and he just kind of goes through and, and, and kind of talks with people of how they uh, deal with their Tourette's and, and kind of how, um, what, you know, what their experience with it has been. And I find that to be better and, and, and more helpful uh, than than a lot of what the uh, Tourette Association of America does, um, but for for you know the Tourette Association of America, they're more on the clinical side of things, um, which is definitely you know good to have. Have Have you heard of uh, CBIT? It's a relatively new um, uh, therapy uh, that's designed for um, Tourette's. Uh, and it, 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 um, the, the general idea of it is you go through and, um, really pick up on the, uh, 
the urge that comes before you tick. And then once you can recognize that, um, you then, so, so you would focus on individual ticks one, one at a time. So if you had a, a problematic tick of, um, say, hitting yourself, um, it, you, would, you would go through and, and focus on, on that urge uh, uh, to, to do that tick and, and really um, familiar, familiarize yourself with being able to recognize when you get that urge. And then um, you, what you would want to then come up with is a competing response. So something that you can do opposite of that oh, okay. tick to where you wouldn't be uh, doing that tick, but instead doing something else. Um, so if, you know, if, if you're, you know, with a hitting tick, you'd want to, instead of, you know, bring your hand closer uh, to yourself, you, you'd be wanting to put it away. And, 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 and so it, it, it's about kind of doing opposites to your ticks and, and, and really, uh, being able to recognize the the urge that comes with them, uh, and and stuff like that, um, and there was a, a YouTube video that that I watched of a guy um, kind of describing what they go through and and how and how it works, um, and he he said that it's not it's not a therapy to get rid of ticks and to 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 stop ticks, but it's a therapy to make them less intrusive. And to kind of redirect, um, so it's 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 mainly a redirectional uh, therapy uh, therapeutic uh, technique. Um, yeah, because with, with ticks, they they are suggestible and they are uh, somewhat redirectional. Um, even so, when you when you go through uh, and and focus on one tick at a time, trying to fix you know the most. You, know, you kind of you go through and line out which one is your most intrusive one and the one that gives you uh, the the most problems, and you focus on that one yeah. and kind of work it into a situation where it wouldn't cause as much of a a problem. Um, and I've heard a lot of people have, um, you know, I wanted to ask. Uh, I was watching uh, yeah, your benefits you, uh, from, do from doing that. that. I was watching your uh, your YouTube ticking along the other day and. Uh, I was going through your videos and I came across that one that has had over 2,000 views. And uh, uh, I'm proud of you for getting all those views. I don't know how you did it. I'm quite yeah. jealous. But um, it, uh, it saddened me terribly because uh, – and it also upset my wife quite a bit. But um, if, if we may ask those who are listening to me that is talking to you, um, what – what set that off? Because your ticks, and I actually have noticed in your last two videos that your Tourette's is getting a bit bad. And I wanted to ask you privately and personally, you know, is everything all right? But what set the what set those degree of ticks off so badly? If you can tell the listeners, because that, you know, that is Tourette's at its worst. You know, what what did you ever fight with somebody? If if you wanted to talk about it, no, um, I was. So I had, I had family over um, at my dad's house um, and I was over there for the week. And so I was suppressing my ticks the entire time. Um, and really, um, it, it, it was really the first time that I'd ha had to suppress so much and not, um, you know, express the ticks. Um, and, you know, I, I say had to, I mean, uh, I, I probably didn't have to, but uh, none of my family, I mean, my, my sister knows that I have ticks and I've talked to my brother about it, um, but I haven't talked to, my, to, to e either of my parents about it. Um, so they don't really know, uh, you know, that, that I've got them. Uh, and then we had extended family over. Um, and so I, I, was, I was holding them in. Uh, and so throughout the entire week, and then when I was leaving, uh, I'm like, yeah, I should not be suppressing anymore. And I really need to let them out because just the, the unease was, would definitely get to me. And then once they kind of started, they you know, ramped up and, and couldn't really be stopped without um, a lot of focus. And then, you know, 
and then you know if you if you're going to you know have to really focus on it and stop uh yeah they 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 need they need to come out at some point so you know i i'm like you know what, i'm i'm going to let them come out i'm going to get it over with and uh, uh, now but often, yeah i was you, i was suppressing for like your a whole parents week. watch your uh your youtube channel hmm. no i found it interesting that uh, no because i've I, I found it interesting no. that they don't know about it and uh it might be something that is subconsciously uh upsetting you you know setting it off uh, I, I i don't know uh and um yeah and if i were to go through uh i don't know uh, one part of me doesn't want to 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 worry them uh the other part doesn't um doesn't know how they'll react uh and 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 all of that um so i don't want to I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a problem, and I don't want it to, you know, uh, be something that they worry about or or anything like that. Um, so, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how Probably they would your react. Sound amazing. Wrongly, I your parents sound but so. I think I your really, whole family. I think I often say to my I, wife, I don't, "You like the epitome of an American dream," you know. It sounds like you've got such a good family and that. And what would what, 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 what worry me is that, you know, look how bad my Tourette's is at such a late age. I would worry that one day you would wake up and your Tourette's would be very bad. And I think it might upset yeah. them more to see you so bad there where maybe as now they could get used to it. And, yeah. you know, because I don't even think my least notices my Tourette's that much. You know, where if a family see me once a week, they will say, yo, it's bad or whatever, because she sees me every day, you know. So, you know, but anyway, it's your journey and, uh, you know, you're mature enough to know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you make you make some good points. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't like bringing it up unless, you know, it's it, unless it's necessary. Um you know, so I mean, because if I, I I don't know, it's not. It's kind of it's kind of weird to bring it up, and and then you know how how do you bring it up without, you know, without being like you know, hey, I've got this problem, you know, and yeah, I don't, I don't want to bring it up in a, in a way that's, you know makes them think that I'm worried about it or, or, or makes them, you know, concerned about it. But then again, there's, there's no really way around that. And you've got, to and if it does get bad, then, I, you know, then, bad. Yeah, you know, what do you do then? If you uh, had so, said to me this time yeah. last year, River in August, 2019, you're going to not be able to hold a cup of coffee. You're going to be breaking mirrors. You're going to be, you're not going to be able to be a massage therapist anymore. I would have told you you're lying. You know, I would have said you know rubbish because there's no way that I could have <clears throat> envisioned Tourette's for myself. You know, and naturally I try to hide it. And there's many a day where I play it down, especially in front of my in-laws, uh, because it can be something that is very upsetting. But the chances of your Tourette's getting worse is very possible. And, you know, this week when we spoke about your work and your Tourette, your YouTube videos about when is it okay to need a break. Now, naturally, if you started taking a couple of days off more than normal, the, your, the owner of your business or your stepfather might like say to you, but what are you doing? You know, you're taking too much time off. But if he understands your disorder or your Tourette syndrome, you know, then he might say to you, you know what, son, um, we're going to run this business four days a week. That's it. Or our hours are now seven till three, you know, and that's it, you know, and we're going to, we, our turnover doesn't have to be $3,000 a month. Our turnover has to be 1.8 a month. You know what I mean? he might be able to be in a position where he's more understanding. That's also why I tell people off the bat, listen, yeah. I've got Tourette's. 
because I'm just so worried that I'm going to call them a name or, you know, I'm going to throw something at them. So, and it's something my wife's taught me, you know, just honestly be like from the get go. This is what I've got, you know? Well, yeah. And, it, and, it, and things usually do work out better when people, uh, the more, the more open you are with people, the, the one, the better relationship uh, you can have and, and all of that. So, I mean, things, you know, usually do work out better the more open you are, but uh, no, it's just, it, it, it's, it's it definitely it's awkward to, uh, to, to have no, to come out and, and say these things, you know. You know? Course, you know, it sounds like you've got parents that love and care for you. And, uh, you know, the hardest part about Tourette's for me is obviously the anxiety of having ticks. But I often like wonder, you know, my wife married quite a good looking guy. I'm not like other 42-year-olds that are fat and lazy and drink beer and smoke all day and go hunting. You know, I, I quite like to think I'm quite a nice guy. But then I think, you know, she can't even go into public with me. You know, since I've had Tourette's, we haven't eaten out once. Yeah. We've never been on a date. We've never been out. And that's because of me. And, you know, I often think of like, wow, how it affects her. But the, the, the bottom line is that's her journey and I know she's going to stand by me no matter what. Mm -hmm. And your parents, I have no doubt, they're going to stand by you no matter what. Hello, ticking along here. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I appreciate your time. If you would like to get further into the community, please feel free to join the Ticking Along Facebook page. You'll have to answer a few questions before being let in, but as soon as you answer those, I'll be sure to accept your request. If you want more content like this, please be sure to like and subscribe and leave a comment or review on the podcast apps. Thank you. It's very appreciated, and it really helps out the podcast. Bye. Thank you.